Okay, everyone, welcome today to another podcast of Bariatric Consultancy. I have a very special guest today. Her name is Jackie Lewis, and I'll tell more about her in a minute. But first, I want to introduce myself. My name is Debbie Wolschläger. I am a bariatric counselor and coach, and I work for Bariatrics Consultancy. My work is with all you guys and myself that had surgery and afterwards want to create that purposeful lifestyle. So really getting that surgery to work for it best with the mindset changes, habits changes, life lifestyle changes and all what is involved there. So if you want to know more about the work I do, please head over to bariatricsconsultancy.com.au and check it all out or contact me through Facebook or Messenger. But enough from me, I want to introduce you Jackie Lewis. She um, came into my world this year through the work I do. Jackie is a nutritional medicine practitioner. We'll get to that, what that all means a bit later. She is actually the CEO of BN Multi. You might have come across that in your journey yourself. And, and she runs the Australian Weight Loss Podcast Show. So she is a very busy, very innovative, very enthusiastic and encouraging person. And I'm so honored to have her here today. Welcome, Jackie. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Debbie, for that beautiful introduction. It's interesting to be on the other side of the mic, actually. So <laughs> I'm feeling feeling you all, all 50 other people that I've done this to. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to experience it once yourself, isn't it? <laughs> so let's dig straight into this. And I mentioned that you're a nutritional medicine practitioner. Um, what Can you explain a little bit what that means? Is there a difference between a dietitian and, and your title you carry? Just tell us a little yeah, bit about question. it. So yes, there is quite a difference between dietetics and nutritional medicine. Both have their place and both are really helpful for all sorts of different situations. Nutritional medicine tends to deal with more like chronic disease. Our approach is looking at a holistic sort of understanding of the body, asking the, the patient a range of questions about different systems. So we look at every single system in the body, whether it's endocrine, um, gastrointestinal, you know, hormonal, your mood fluctuation, how are you sleeping? So the first consult with a nutritional medicine practitioner is quite um, lengthy and there's a million questions about sort of all different areas of your life. And the reason we ask those questions is to work out which systems are not happy. Basically, the body has its own innate ability to maintain what we call homeostasis and good health. And when all of our systems are working well, we, we you know, we're vital and everything's rosy from a health perspective. When different nutrition impacts are on board, sometimes we find that certain systems get affected. So the questioning a nutritional medicine practitioner goes through is to work out which systems are affected in that person and which nutrients might be deficient or what, which areas do we need to boost. So if we're looking at liver function, for an example, we look at all the nutrients the liver needs, like the amino acids from protein, the B group, magnesium, those sorts of things. And we work out from a therapeutic point of view what um, we would do. Would we help with food or would we also give like a therapeutic dose of supplements? So we do work with some kind of higher doses in some areas and we do that for a period of 
time while we bring about the body's innate ability to heal and rebalance. And then we remove the props basically and um, bring about health overall. Yeah. I love the word holistic and it's it's so important on our journey, isn't it? Especially after weight loss. Yeah, there are absolutely. so many little things that play into our well-being and nourishing our body to the best of possibility. So it's really important what you describe here to look mm. at everything. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Holistic. And we also do a lot of counselling in our degree. Yeah. So we kind of have that open conversation. We, we bring up, you know, different, not psychological aspects, but more areas where we need either emotional support or, you know, do we need to um, to bring in counselling yeah. into the picture or coaching or is there, you know, something more that we need to pursue as far as that goes as well. So it's, yeah. um, it's working with a cohort as well. We often um, work with different um, health teams and that sort of thing as well. Fantastic. Loving it. So I know that you only later on in life started um, your nutritional journey. Would you like to tell us a little bit how that even came and what you did before? Yes, I would. Thank you. So I guess my whole throughout high school and after high school, I was always, I was a bit of a jumping bean. So I was right into exercising and going to the gym and I danced my whole childhood away. So it was pretty natural for me to kind of pursue avenue as far as career or work related journey that um, kept me moving, I suppose. So after school, I I started personal training and I also did fitness leadership and that sort of thing. So I was working in gyms and teaching aerobics and doing all that sort of stuff back in the day of the leg warmers and the, you know, <laughs> over the top of the tights leotards. So we're going back a little way. Then from there, I did my personal training and I started my own business. I was living in Sydney at that time. I was in my early 20s and I set up my own personal training service within one of the fitness centers in the city down there. And I just loved it. I was always so excited to help people sort of make a difference to, you know, their health trajectory. And it also gave me the flexibility to kind of do what I loved and then, you know, get a free gym membership at the same time. And it it kept me active and I just I actually loved it. And I got to know some amazing people who also don't probably don't probably know the influence they had on me, but I was dealing with a lot of people who worked in the stock market and banking and lawyers and that sort of thing. And as a young kind of early 20 year old, I was just sucking in like all of the ways that they functioned and what they were getting out of, you know, being well-educated and also um, having those more sort of um, successful careers. And it led me to think I could really make a business out of what I was doing and it would give me, you know, flexibility. I was helping people and it was financially rewarding as well. From there, I also did massage therapy. So I went and did my, I reluctantly did my massage diploma. One of my friends at the time said, you should really do that. And I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. And then that actually took over when I had my son, it made it made sense. I didn't want to be a personal trainer who had to leave the house at five o'clock in the morning anymore. I needed to be at home and I wanted to be at home with him. So I, at that stage, I bought a clinic, a massage clinic in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. And it gave me an opportunity to stay at home and do baby, which I absolutely loved. But it also gave me something to think about because I sort of needed that um, other outlet as well. And it was the first time I'd really worked sort of on a business and not being just hands-on, which I really like. So I've kind of built that up. And then I, from there, I bought another practice in the uh, inner western suburbs of Sydney in Roselle. 
So I had a one-year-old and two clinics to run and a couple of plates spinning here and there. And that went on for quite some time. It was sort of what I did for many years and it worked around family and it worked around, it was kind of after hours or weekends. So it was lucrative and I loved it. And the same thing, it's always that kind of helping profession and helping people to realise their health and, um, you know, understand that stress is a part of the big picture as well. And I guess in the background to that, I was just always reading like always exploring and following different paths of, you know, personal development, which I did a lot of for myself, but also to bring that into my practice was something that I did as well. And then, yeah, I thought later on, I thought, well, I really read a lot and I I might as well get a piece of paper that kind of helps me to implement what I'm reading about in my spare time. And my son was just about finished primary school. So I started a nutritional medicine degree thinking that would just be so easy. (laughs) (laughs) It took me five years to complete. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, Yeah. but it's the same. I was absolutely fascinated with the whole understanding of our biochemistry was my most favourite part. bit of a nutrition geek. Um, So nutritional biochemistry was, I remember sitting in class and they would just throw such foreign and complex information at us about all the different chemical reactions that happen in the body. And I remember sitting there going, oh God, I just don't understand half of this, but I know I love it. So it was (laughs) my job then to like fully understand and and do the best that I could. And yeah, I, I absolutely am fascinated by the way our bodies function. And also I'm in interested in how well they can function and how we tend to accept under-functioning. And I think that's my message is really looking at, you know, how good could you be um, and how do we get you there? So I'm fascinated by that. The mental health side of nutrition is a big area for me. And I also, yeah, totally love the idea of helping people after weight loss surgery because there's a lot of, um, they go hand in hand. There's a lot of anxiety and depression and um, other mental health issues in that realm. And when you have this surgery, also your risk of the deficiencies that are coming about from the surgery will just exacerbate those problems if you're not really careful. So I love that marriage between nutrition, food, supplementation, and the best outcomes for everybody as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I see from my point as a coach and counsellor so much what you just did aligning like we start talking to with a client I start talking about food but 10 minutes in we are talking about very different lifestyle topics which we then realize all of that has an effect at the end how we eat what we eat when we eat if that's serving us or not so I love again coming with that holistic approach of what you do in your in your world um fantastic so I see Mm. a real big entrepreneur there (laughs) never never stopping to serve and build I don't know if it's entrepreneurship or survival instincts it was a combination of the two (laughs) (laughs) you made it far so I want to tap in a little bit um on your knowledge of um, nutrition values and things so talking about our journey of weight loss surgery um and the question always come up I read that on the groups how of how long do I need to take supplements for how long can I stop soon or or is it really (laughs) she's shaking her head (laughs) tell us a bit why do we need supplements that importantly every day after surgery it's massive yeah Yeah. so it's a range of different things is obviously physically we can see there's 
much less room to fit food in. So if you've had a bypass, you've got a tiny little pouch that you can fit food in you know, a few times a day, which is a significant reduction. Some of them are 80% reduction in the actual capacity to fit food in physically. So that's where first kind of line of nutritional deficiency can come about just through the lack of nutrition. Then you have coupled with that the different surgeries have certain impacts on um, absorption of nutrients as well. So the the, um, gastric sleeve surgery reduces significant hydrochloric acid in the stomach, so stomach acid overall. And its job is to help with the breakdown of different nutrients and the absorption. So there are certain nutrients that are heavily affected by that reduction in acid. That's iron and calcium predominantly. The other thing with the gastric sleeve is that the part of the fundus that's removed um, houses a certain protein, which is really imperative for B12 absorption. So in that removal, we're actually taking away the ability to transport and activate vitamin B12 in the way that the body normally would. So our clever little systems work out another way of doing it. Um, So the, the way you do that prior to surgery, we call that active trans. Transport. It means that it, there's a mechanism that does that job. And when there's no mechanism for active transport of B12, we then have to go, oh, okay, we still need B12 because it's a key player in our mental health, our neurological health, and a whole range of other things. So the body goes, okay, I can't do it that way anymore. And we adapt, but we adapt in a way that is only 1% as effective as it used to be. And that's wow. called passive transport. So mm-hmm. you can see in a off-the-shelf multivitamin from the supermarket or the um, health food shop, the average person without surgery needs only kind of one or two micrograms of B12 every day to meet their needs. And that might come from food, um, from meats and other, um, you know, animal products that have the B12 in it. Um, After surgery, you'll notice like in the BN Multi, there's 500 micrograms of B12 because your likelihood of absorbing 1% will will make up your daily requirement. And that's why these are put together in a way that is um, it speaks to this malabsorption that comes about after the surgery as well. Wow. Even that is so much information. Thank you very much for sharing. I oh, learned things already. <laughs> <laughs> Only on talking B12. But yeah. So really it is crucial for us to keep taking any sorts of multivitamins. Is there... You know, if people don't want to or can't take too much, what Mm. would you say is, okay, at least take this and then you are kind of okay. Yeah, I would say, say, yeah, it's not an easy one to say as a blanket. The bariatric multis are, well, particularly our formula, the BN multi formula is we formulated that based on the ASMBS um, weight loss surgery guidelines. So in America, the American um, Meta- Society of Metabolic Surgery, um, they put together a research project and I think they did about 30,000 weight loss surgery patients and they assessed their nutritional deficiencies over the years after surgery. Um, and they found that up to 48% of patients are iron deficient within the first year. Uh, and that's even with supplementation sometimes. So it's 
I would say my key message is find your bariatric multivitamin and stick to it. A lot of people think that they're not noticing any difference from taking it because they're taking it or they'll go to their GP and the GP will do their bloods and they've been taking their multivitamins and the GP goes, your bloods are fine. You don't need the multis, but the bloods are fine because you're taking the multis. So it's like your insurance policy is putting the multivitamin in, in every day. One thing we do find is people, People are forgetting their second dose in the afternoon. You're meant to take them twice a day. That's the real kind of, it's probably the one thing I say is that you are, if you're definitely not taking that afternoon dose, ideally we spread that out throughout the day and give you two opportunities to absorb all those nutrients. But if you're definitely not doing that second dose, you can take them together and you'll, you know, you're better, much better off than taking them just once. But ideally the formulation is put together based on the research and the research risk of deficiency after weight yeah. loss surgery. Yeah. So where you really addressed how important it is to take what can then happen with our bodies minds if we stop taking it what could be the outcomes yeah good point so a lot of what we see is the first key player is iron deficiency and iron deficiency is pretty prevalent all around the world as it is but with weight loss surgery we also see a lot of um, particularly women in in the female population they have a lot of menstrual um, irregularities so even just soon after surgery a lot of women report that their cycle really changes and it's very, very heavy. So not only are they not absorbing iron very well from the food they're eating or from their supplementation, every month they're losing. And some women are, you know, they're menstruating for a good period at the time, really heavy periods that can go for quite a, a long time. So the iron loss there is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you're low in iron, it's really hard to catch it up and it just becomes a drag and a job. Um, so it's more about if we don't take the multis, it's just like you're creating yourself work down the track when you need to catch them up. Mm. There's a lot of um, iron infusions. Women are, and some men need iron infusion just to top back up that iron and then look at maintaining it from there. So it is, it can become this cycle of just being in continual catch up. And when that's happening, the, the signs are, you know, poor quality sleep. So your iron deficiency will lead you to feel exhausted. But once you get to sleep, you it doesn't allow you to stay asleep very well. So you drag yourself through the day, you feel exhausted and tired. You've got, you know, hair loss, maybe um, shortness of breath, all sorts of different things that are related to the iron deficiency. But then when you finally get yourself to bed, your sleep is impacted by iron deficiency. So you're just not catching up on that sleep. The long-term effect of that is inflammation. Your thyroid function is impacted. And it's all those sorts of things that lead you to good weight loss. So it's looking at keeping all your nutrients on board to make sure that you're looking at reaching that end goal of you know good health, but also reaching your weight loss goals as well. There's research to indicate that iron deficiency, it does impact weight loss and being iron sufficient is helpful in maintaining weight as well so there's all these different like we say multifaceted kind of things that do kind of lead us to our end goal and the multis are part of that I have a question that actually affects myself too on my journey you guys always tell us to take those multivitamins after we have eaten now yes if I eat, I am chocolate block full. <laughs> and often then my multis t- 
take the shortcut yeah. and don't get in. My question is how, what's the goal with this? How important is it actually to take them after or with food? Or is it okay to just take them whenever we we can? We feel yeah, like? that's a great question. And you're right. It becomes this juggle, doesn't it? Of it how do I fit my does. water in? How do I fit my food yeah. in? How do I fit my multis in? So we try and make it as easy as we can. The chewable multis are really handy because they basically melt and they don't take up any room in your tummy. It's just remembering to take it at the end of the meal. The reason we say take them at the end of a meal is because some people find that the iron dose in the multivitamin on an empty stomach can make you feel a bit queasy. So it's yeah. it's generally, it's about, there's two reasons we say take it with food. It's that, it's to kind of ameliorate any nausea that might come from taking zinc and iron will do that to your tummy. In some people, in others, we have, you know, a cast iron stomach. I can put anything in and just keep on going. Um, so I have to remember that I'm a bit of an anomaly like that and some people have sensitivity to it. But that's generally why we say food. The other reason we say that is because when you're, even the process of starting chewing food, it's not only a physical thing when we're eating, it's actually a whole physiological response and it's it triggers different things in our brains and it sets us up for, okay, I'm going to start eating, I'm chewing and the brain goes, oh, here comes food. So it starts to produce more saliva, which is the first part of digestion. And in that saliva are different enzymes that start to break down the food before it even goes into the digestive tract. So it's a process. And it also means that it triggers um, your brain to um, get your stomach to start creating more, you know, bile acids and stomach acid. And that's what we need to help with absorption of nutrients as well. So I'll say this too, is that the best thing that they can say is chew, chew, chew. We say sip, 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 but we also say chew, 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 because that really kicks off the digestive process as well. The other thing it's doing is telling your brain that food is coming. So it will give you a feeling of fullness a bit earlier as well. So yeah. chewing your food is a really um, key part of firstly absorbing the nutrients from your food, but also it tells your brain that, hang on, I'm eating. And it's like, it's measuring basically what's going yeah. in as well. So it will give you better satiety. Very good. Thank you very much for all these information. <laughs> so looking at your whole journey from PT to massage to nutritionist, and I see your energy in this, you really love this whole field where you're working it. Mm. And you are the CEO of b Multi. So this is a, a Brisbane-based um, company. Um, tell us a little bit about how this even came. How did you find this niche? <laughs> It is a very niche, isn't it? And it is I'll tell you, niche. my husband is behind BN Multi and I've ended up being in front of it. Um, and so Roger worked in medical for many, many years, sales management and um, national sales for um, some major companies in New York and here. And so when we met, we were doing our own things and he was working on this multivitamin thing in the background. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of multivitamins. What's the deal? So anyway, outside of that, um, I started doing my nutrition degree and um, over time, you know, our relationship developed and we got married. And so he's on about this bariatric multivitamin. And I just can't see that it had legs because there's so many multivitamins on the market. 
So by the by, I go and do my nutrition degree and slowly I go, oh, I see what you're doing here. (laughs) Um, And initially it wasn't something I was going to get involved in. I was going to go and do my own thing. And the reason I did nutrition was also I was getting a bit old and tired to do massage for the rest of my life. So I needed something that was helping people and was, you know, in the same vein of what I'm really passionate about, but I could sit down while I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. initially, you know, Roger was just bubbling away in the background, had another job and was building this product, which isn't easy. I'll tell you now, the work that goes into getting something past the TGA approval and, you know, having all the stability studies. And I've learned so much. It's, it's really a fascinating area from a clinical perspective. Um, so I was kind of watching this happen. <laughs> and suddenly he's got a website and I'm like, this is interesting. And suddenly he's got a Facebook page. And I'm like, okay. And we're living in Sydney in this little apartment. And then suddenly there's product and I'm like, oh, okay, you're really doing this. And yeah. And then we started getting orders coming through and I had a, I had a massage room in our spare room in the apartment and that wardrobe became our BN multi-outlet for a little while. And my son, who was in grade six at the time, would get up in the morning and do the orders for us <laughs> and send them out. Very well trained. Because <laughs> there wasn't many orders. Um, yeah, yeah. So we went from that, we moved to Queensland and that was at a time, like I've obviously just moved. I, don't, I gave my business up, did, you know, um, decided to make the move into state. So I kind of thought, well, I probably need to get involved. <laughs> And so I did a lot of the customer service and like behind the scenes kind of stuff. And um, and then, yeah, I've finished my degree and now I do all the clinical um, work. I deal with, um, you know, a lot of the regulatory of the product and, devo- and ideas on developing new products as um, things unfold. Um, and I just find it fascinating that we've come from this little idea to now we have a warehouse, we have a team of staff, we have a marketing team, we have graphic design, we have a general manager. Um, We're just, and it's so exciting because not only that, at the moment we're doing a rebranding of our entire business and we've pulled people from our community to come and do the photo shoots for our website. So we're using real patients and we're using um, lived experience and a lot of what we've become about now is, yes, we've got a fantastic product and it works and we can, you know, change your life in that way, but we've created this incredible community um, through our podcast and through our group and just through the things that we do outside of that as well. And that's something we're very proud of is we're really, you know, we're changing lives as well as um, keeping you healthy with a product, but we're also presenting every week people that can... Um, Um, give you access like you, Deb, when you were on the podcast, you know, just giving different angles of this journey and um, how it's multifaceted. And our goal is to just keep presenting these different angles so that, you know, everyone that kind of jumps on the journey with us will hopefully see something that resonates and they go, that's that's the way I'll do this and that's the difference. So we have become a lot about community and um, support and a safe place to come and um, um, it's exciting it's totally um we're right on board with it and mm -hmm. we love that part of it 
And I clearly see that in your Facebook group, on your website, you are so much about community and how important is it? So many of us on the journey of weight loss surgery feel so alone because people who haven't had it don't understand what we are going through, don't even see the the benefit of it really. They see us maybe losing weight, but the struggles that come with it and the hurdles that we have to go over. And you guys really, not just selling a awesome product, but really creating that safe space, which is so important. And I just mm. want to acknowledge you for it. It's fantastic. Keep oh, doing it. You. So what's yeah. what's you too? Oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Watch this space. I was getting yeah. goosebumps when I was telling our story. So it's like really, um, it's really resonating. And I think yesterday I was really immersed in that for the first time in real life. And to me, I do a lot of things online and I do a lot of things remotely. And we're doing all of this, but it doesn't feel totally real for me because I'm a very hands-on kinesthetic person. So yesterday when I went down to Burley and we've got all these people who are living their absolute best life and just loving it, I was like, we've done some of this, you know, we've we've been part of this and now we can help them to be part of something as well. And you're right, It's I also see there's a real... um, really easy to get lost on the journey and really quite a daunting that first part for people who are having surgery they're kind of at the end of the line they're either excited about it because it's like this is my last chance at really making a change they're worried because they're like oh my god I hope I don't stuff this up and they've got to turn their life upside down so they're changing all of their habits and looking at you know new ways of eating and the consults we get with our professional team are short and sharp. So really we look at filling that gap for people who are feeling a bit lost and looking for, you know, other information and and ways to kind of support themselves across the board. And what I really love with that work is you are bringing in so much professional knowledge, so much experience over many years, and you and your husband both put in so much study and and learning and mm. growing with this. So it's not just someone saying something. And I, I also hear a lot of people saying, well, but my nutritionist says this, and my surgeon says this, and in the group I read this. Yeah, it's really hard to know what what we really should do. And you gave us a little insight to today with you know and I understand with this nutrition story we could talk forever it's so interesting and so needed to know about this so we might do another podcast anytime (laughs) some specific um, topics with nutrition Yeah, nutrients we did that a while back with our podcast we covered just uh, nutrient and even in our newsletter we used to cover like b12 one week and iron and just kind of where those nutrients will lead you if they're deficient and where to get those nutrients from outside of supplementation and that sort of thing so yeah it's and i think that's why i love this field is that every time i see a new patient of my own I do a couple of consults outside of all the BN multi stuff there's always something that comes up that I have to go and research and read about and it's just infinite like the stuff that we can know about our bodies and how they work is just limitless and I think it's and we're in a time where um, nutritional research is you know they're actually coming up with you know really sound evidence for you know putting in extra nutrients even like amino acid therapy and that sort of thing so I just love to see what's possible for people and what you can do with just a little tweak Um, sometimes Mm. it's pretty straightforward Mm. Mm -hmm. fantastic so coming slowly to an end here um, what is your key message to those that are maybe just looking into surgery or just had surgery 
how can they live their very best life in the future? Yeah, great question and really hard to answer in a short space of time. <laughs> oh, you have a I, bit of time. I, yeah, I encourage a lot of people. So here's an example is I've just decided I want to have weight loss surgery, but now I have to wait a year for my um, health yeah. fund to mature. I think that's perfect because it's almost like a pregnancy, right? You, you get pregnant, you've got this thing happening and you know it's going to happen and you've got nine months to work it out. And I think the if you do take that time when you actually have walked to the edge and decided that this is the way forward and you've got all your ducks in a row that way, now's the time if you've got 12 months to look at, well, what does this mean and what does this surgery do? I wonder if there's enough emphasis on what it does in a, as far as psychologically, emotionally, socially, um, with relationships, with how are you going to eat, with why does your body absorb nutrients differently. There's just uh, so much to learn. And I think to stack that all in on top of I've just had major surgery, that's when it can come. It it makes it really difficult. You're recovering from surgery. You're feeling pretty flat. You've eaten nothing but Opti shakes for a couple of weeks. You've had all the drugs for the surgery and now you're recovering. And now you're trying to work out how to turn your life upside down with your food. If we can do that homework in the months prior and get a real handle on what this is going to mean and set it all up, I think that's when you're winning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, loving it. And it's really that preparation phase, as you say, like a pregnancy. And there is not enough emphasis on that in the world out there, not enough teaching, not enough resources for that. Yeah, so. Yeah, and that's where the coaching comes in is I'm going to do this. What do I need to do? What is it? What does this mean for me? And why have I, you know, what's led me to here? There's, I always say there's 100 things that lead you to the need for weight loss surgery. The surgery is maybe one of those things. So you've got 99 other things that you need to work out. And introspection, I think, is really where it's at as far as, you know, what are my learned behaviours around food? What are my just habits? What's my environment like? We talk about obesogenic um, environment. And, and really, technology is really helping us in 100 different ways, but it's also enabling us to sit for really long periods of time and to, you know, get absorbed in, you know, surfing the internet when we could be outside, you know, being active. So it's using technology and working it to our best interests, but it's like unpacking those 99 other things. And I don't think you can do that alone. I think you need to really look at, you know, the avenues of what does this mean and, you know, who is going to be the most helpful support team for me. And it's not mm-hmm. just for the first year, it's forever. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't just turn up, have the surgery. And that's kind of when we see people come back to us is they sail through that first year and do their thing. Some people think that um, they can get to the point where they're, you know, just eating less of what they were eating before. Um, but obviously it's it's more than that and it's looking at changing habits and that sort of thing and working out who's going to help you the best. Oh, and I agree so much with this because that's what I am seeing in, in my practice is, 
you know, I call it the honeymoon phase of the surgery. Yeah. It it only lasts so long that it does its job just like that and, and the weight is falling off. And then slowly, unfortunately, all these old eating habits, beliefs, and I, I really start always, what do you believe about yourself? If we keep telling ourselves, I'm the fat girl, I'm the fat guy, I yeah. always was, they always labeled me like that. I don't know any different. I'm useless. I'm ugly. I'm mm. not, not, you know, beautiful. That are messages we create in ourselves that do not serve our weight loss. And when we can work through this stuff, we then are more able to navigate Mm. the nutritional um, part of it. I see that very much in my work and and love that message. It's it's crucial. It's just the base of it, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it comes down to building your understanding of yourself that you deserve living your best life. And that's that cycle is you need to arrive at I deserve this or I'm worthy of this or, you know, I'm I'm important and I'm good enough to actually implement the things that you need to do. And I think underpinning a lot of the... The, the you know situations where we see that it's not the biggest success is when there's that underlying belief that I, I just can't pull it off I don't deserve this and that's where these kind of um, yeah. coaching and all of those different therapies are a huge um, you know impact on self-esteem mm. um, and making then the right choices from that platform of I, I want this and I deserve this I think that's a big one yeah absolutely i agree with you so if people would like to know more about being multi the work you do the products you sell where would they go and before christmas is there any special going on that we can all benefit from from today ah, good point um yes so to find us is pretty easy you go to bnmulti.com. Um, we also have a new zealand website bnmulti.co.nz. um just on that, we're growing all the time. We're distributing into different countries. So we're in Kuwait and New Zealand and China and, you know, it's just growing in Malaysia. So that's been pretty interesting to see that, you know, the trust in an Australian product is key. And we get a lot of questions about where is your product manufactured and it is an Australian-made product. Um, and now we're kind of moving that into other countries, which is fantastic. So soon we're, you know, the rebranding is taking place at the moment with bnmulti.com and you can find us there you can find me at the australian weight loss surgery podcast.com or awls podcast.com coming into christmas we do have a few specials and the marketing department is taking great care of that often when you go to our website for new customers there's a pop-up where there's a code and um, an offer on on um, you know different subscriptions and that sort of thing any time of the year when you join on a subscription of our multivitamins, you save. So we have a process that's called subscribe and save. Um, so you can hop online and make sure your multis are auto-shipped to you every three or six months. Um, those orders always come with a standing subscription discount as well of either 15% or 24%. Um, and the, the collagen powder that is walking out the door because everybody loves it so much is also a subscription item now so you can save significant um, money on subscribing to those it's a flexible program where if you you're not ready for a delivery and your order is due you just contact the customer service team and they'll move it around for you 
Um, but yeah, there's always something happening, and uh, so it's keeping an eye on the website. The website is also a bit of a hub, and that's our um, our goal is to have it as a place that patients come for um, recipe ideas. We we do videos of recipes. We have recipe cards. Um, we have free eBooks that you can download for each stage of the journey. So new um, patients who've just had their surgery who are not quite sure what they should be eating, always go with your team's advice. But we've got free download e-books for all of the you know liquid and puree and the soft food stages as well um, and I put those together based on the needs of a bariatric patient so they're all those high protein high nutrient um, and there's just some ideas that maybe people wouldn't have thought of in the past we're always doing recipes um, you'll find them in our Facebook group the BN bariatric group on Facebook um, we do games in there we do all sorts of stuff and again it's about community the other thing we're doing is a BN inspired um, program where on our website we have patients who share the detail of their story. So a lot of people who are sitting on the fence with surgery, they're not sure what they want to do, can go there for um, looking at, you know, how people are progressing and what it's meant to them. And we call it a journey for a reason, don't we, Deb? Absolutely. It is a journey and it is mm. a lifelong journey and, and it's good to have support in any possible way. I see that on myself. I had surgery seven years ago, had the band mm. first, then changed to the sleeve and have obviously evolved into a professional space here. But for myself still, to have people to bounce off, to connect, to talk, to chat, to get ideas is so important. Um, it's definitely not a journey to be walked alone. We oh, no. be lost, yeah. Yeah. In the group each month, we do a challenge. So this month is Christmas. We kept it pretty straightforward. So step into Christmas. And there's all different ways of becoming more active, just walking, counting your steps, but also encouraging you to do those in different locations or with a different person. Or yeah. we talk about mindfulness some months. Um, yeah. We do well, every month there's something that we're working on. So it just keeps things front of mind. And I think that's the key is like is, when you're yeah. needing to learn about all this kind of lifestyle change, it's about kind of finding ways of keeping it front of mind and, and that's kind of our goal in there as well is to just keep presenting different ideas that um, people can jump on board with and be part of their family. Thank you very much, Jackie. I feel Thank we you. just really touched on, on some topics here. There would be so much more to talk about, but I, I really want to acknowledge you for the product you're selling, for the services you're providing to all of us and your your knowledge and your encouragement here. Thank you. And I wish you and your team and your family a very Merry Christmas. Yes, and likewise. All, yes, thank you very much. And all the listeners out there, enjoy this time. Um, it's a time of celebration and connection. So use this and um, enjoy it. Thank you very much. And thank hope you to so hear much. from you soon. Yeah, Jackie, anytime, Debbie. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye.